Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Codename Sister Podcast. This is your host, Nandi. Today, my spiel <laughs> takes on a more personal nature, but at the same time, it can benefit others who are listening. My daughter went to the store earlier today, a Walmart. Um, she's new to Texas. And there was a man following her from aisle to aisle in the store. And even when she left out of the store, he was still following her. Thankfully, as she got to her vehicle, which for some reason she decided to park at the very end of the parking lot, and I'm going to come back to that part, there was someone there retrieving carts. One of the employees were, was uh, retrieving shopping carts. So she asked him to stand there while she loaded her stuff into the car because she felt like the guy was following her, which, I mean, he really was. I mean, if a person goes from aisle to aisle with you, they are following you. And my words to her were, first of all, coming from where she's coming from, from a small town, she's accustomed to most people knowing each other and people being real friendly. Because, you know, when we come out of like Louisiana, Louisiana, we are used to like speaking. I know when I went up to places like New York and stuff and I was telling her, I was like, hey, hey, how you doing and stuff? And people were looking at me like, is that bitch crazy? You know, and that's when I started to realize that people outside of Louisiana or, or small towns, maybe period, they don't communicate that way. And that if you're in like a city and someone is talking to you and making that connection with a stranger that way, that the first thing you might want to do is be a little suspicious, like, okay, why are you all, all of a sudden interested in having a conversation with me? All these people, a sea of people around here, and you choose me, you know? So the fact that this person did that, and as she was looking at a television set, he makes a comment about the TV, you know, and then he leaves his cart near her. Now, my flags are going all up as she's telling, you know, this, as she's, as she's telling, she's filling me in on the details of what happened. Because you leave your card near someone to give the impression that you're with that person so that if anyone else is looking, they're not thinking at odd that you're following this person from aisle to aisle because, hey, this card is here. Maybe even security who's watching on camera thinks that you're together because, hey, cart right there and it's my cart and I left it there and you're standing here watching TV and I'm pretending to talk to you about one of the TVs. Cause you know, I'm that unapproachable person in the store. I'm that one. If you come up to me and you start saying crazy stuff, I'm going to, I'm going to look at you crazy. or I'm going to say something crazy to you. You know, case in point, I remember when I went uh, a few weeks ago to get some headphones for my daughter out of uh, Walmart for my youngest one. And I'm waiting at the case for the guy to come to open the case so I can get the headphones out of there because it's one of the Walmarts where lock it away. And there's this guy and he's standing there and, you know, and I can feel him when he keeps putting his eyes on me and then he changed, you know, direction and he looks somewhere else. You know, you know when somebody's looking at you. And, you know, ladies, we have this habit of like pretending that we don't notice. But with some people, you can't do that because they think that that's weakness there. They think you're afraid of them and then they start to feed off of it. So then he decided finally that he was going to strike a conversation up with me, you know, you know, asking me if I did the reviews, if I knew which headphones were the better headphones, you know, and all that stuff. And I said, look, man, I'm standing here waiting for these people to unlock this case just like you are. 
And he zipped it at that point because he got the point. And then you know what? When the guy came up to get the, the headphones for me out of the case, he walked away. You know, because the guy was like, can I help you? He's like, never mind. And he just walked away. So really you were there, I guess, to talk to me, you know, but that's not the way to go about it because we in a store, you are a stranger. That ain't how you approach people like me, okay? But my daughter was approached similarly today. And of course, you know, like I told her, when people approach you that way, if someone has followed you from aisle to aisle, because I know of a little girl that this happened to at that very same Walmart that I went to, and I actually ended up walking her to a car that night and telling her don't ever come out late at night by herself at a Walmart or any other store to stay in her dorm where it's safe with her door locked. But the point about it was, like I told my daughter, when someone follows you like that, I am the type of person that's going to turn around and say, Stop following me. Every aisle I go on, you go on. You cannot want all the same things I want. I don't know you. Stop following me. I'm just going to call you out on it, okay? I'm going to let you know that, yeah, I'm crazy too. I'm not going to make it easy for you. Whatever you scheming, whatever you planning, I'm not fixing to make it easy for you. I don't take purses into the store, so you ain't got no purse to grab off of me. And what I do have, you don't want to grab it. I guarantee you don't want to grab it. But, you know, with, you know, when your children and stuff are going off into the world, you can't always be there. You can't always be that protection for them. But you can pass things on to them that could possibly save their life. And like I told my daughter, anytime somebody is following you around in the store like that, they only get so many hours to follow you before you need to say something. And, it's, and it helps if you can get near other people when you say it. You know, you don't want to be off on some aisle way in the back of the store. You know, because Walmart and places like that, they got cameras when they want to catch you stealing. But it's, it seems to be a funny thing that anytime something is going on where a person gets assaulted or, or something like that, they, nobody happens to be looking in the camera in that direction. They only interested if you putting something under your clothes or in your purse or wherever it don't belong, you know, cause you haven't paid for it. But other than that, whatever happens, it's like Walmart is like a free for all. Anything goes in there outside of that. As long as the bottom line gets met and the products get sold. So like I told her, you let people like that know that I see what you doing. I ain't phased by what you doing. I see what you doing. And you don't want this shit. And like I told her, even on her way out of the store, if a person like that has been following you, you go up to security and you're like, security, there's someone who has been following me around the stores. If you check your cameras, you may actually see that. But I need someone to walk me out to my car because I don't feel safe. And if they even tell you some stuff about, well, we don't have no security on the premises who can do that or whatever, call the police and say, I'm at a Walmart. I do not, uh, someone has been following me around the store. I do not feel safe walking to my car. Can you send someone to escort me? Now I know we got this thing where we don't like the police and we have just cause for some of the things, the ways that we feel about the police. But when it comes to your safety, sometimes you're going to have to take that chance. Okay. So if you can't get some security from Walmart to, to walk you to your car, an employee, somebody like that, male, not female, a male to walk you to your car or, or something like that, call the police or call somebody you know and say, hey, I need you to come meet me at Walmart. Somebody's been following me. I need you to come and meet me so that I can get to my car so I know I can get to my car safely. But don't go out like my daughter did and walk by yourself. Like I said, the good thing was 
that there was, uh, you know, someone out there rounding up shopping carts. And when she told him, he stepped in like he's supposed to do, you know, and he made sure that she was safe, that she got all her bags and stuff in her car. And that's another thing, ladies. I know we be wanting to park at the end of the parking lot, at the back of the parking lot, because it's like, you know, that we can walk and that give us exercise. Get your exercise in the store. Walk a few damn aisles in the store. Walk some extra aisles. You park your car when you buy yourself, park your car as close to the entrance as possible and stop going to these goddamn hood stores because that's where hood shit happens. This particular Walmart I know about me and my other daughter were discussing, you know, they got, it's like the, the okay corral around there. They be having shootouts and all kinds of shit happening at that Walmart. You know, my daughter, the one who had the person following her today went there on one other occasion and someone tried to steal her purse. That's another thing. Stop leaving y'all damn purses in the cart. Sometimes I think my children be trying shit, stupid shit, just to get me, I don't know, worked up. Cause it's like my my good sense has always told me, don't put your purse in the shopping cart. Always keep your purse on your body. But I see so many women that do that. So many women, I, I have actually stood and got things that I wanted off of an aisle, reach it where I reached over somebody's cart where they had their purse in it. And they didn't even turn around to be like, oh, get away from my purse. It's like they forgot the purse is even in the cart. So anybody could have, I could have been somebody who pretended, you know, reaching over and then just take the purse and walk off. Because that's how much attention they're paying. And I'm sure that they've got debit cards in there. And, then, you know, and it don't matter how much or how, how little money you have. Because when somebody steals your identity, there's so many other things they can do other than just get credit. You know, so you always have to be guarding your personal affairs, as, my, as the old people would say, you know. Take care of your personal affairs, guard your personal affairs. But those are just some of the things that we do. When people, like I say, somebody's following you in the store, confront them. Because they don't expect women to confront them. Most of them are not looking for a fight from a woman. They're looking for fear because they feed off of fear. You know how you've been told that dogs and all of that are more likely to attack you if they sense fear and apprehension? Well, the same thing with humans. They can smell that shit. It has a fear has that type of fear has a smell to it. And for some of them, it, they get a high off of it just like they hit a rock. So when you have somebody who's following you like that, you need, you bring it to it. Look, I know you and you might look not might. You're going to stop following me. I'm fixing to walk on this other aisle right here and you better not bring your ass over here. That's all I know. But like I say, I, you know, I can get crazy. So I usually don't have problems with people too tough once I've actually opened my mouth. A lot of times if I'm quiet or if I say hello, because I still do have that country girl in me, that Louisiana in me. I'll still speak to people, but don't go off on the deep end with me because I'm going to get stupid. I will get stupid. I mean, because you bring it out because I got to let you know that this not fixing to go down the way you had planned it. You might have had this perfect plan in your head, but it's not going to go like that. And a lot of times when people come into these stores, even if they thinking to like abduct you or something like that, they not looking for people who going to fight them. They want somebody who going to make it easy. Somebody who see, who appears to be naive. Somebody that'll still smile or somebody put their head down or somebody who's going to call people on the phone and be talking and stuff, thinking that that's good enough. You know how many people that got grabbed while they were talking on the phone and that goddamn phone get, uh, it falls and if, it, wherever it lands on the ground is where it stays. Your phones do not keep you safe. 
phones are not a goddamn weapon. They're a recording device, a talking device, a, a game playing device, but they are not a weapon. I mean, unless somebody got some tasers around here that are also smartphones, and, you know, and I haven't heard about those. I mean, that might be a good idea. But other than that, your phone is not a weapon. Your mind is always your first weapon. That is the first weapon that you have. And if your mind, if, if, your, if you default to a, a training level that allows you to be vulnerable to people, that means your mind, you have, you have not used that instinct that is in your mind. So strategize. When you come across people that make you feel uncomfortable, that you know are being that are out of pocket with you who have crossed the line. Cause that dude, when he started talking to me at the TV, it had been like, man, what the fuck you talking to me for? And then you some foreign dude. I don't know who the fuck you are. How, do we even speak the same goddamn language motherfucker? Why are you talking to me? Go look at that TV over there. I'm a hand of this TV right here. You take your ass over there. You know? And sometimes you just, like I said, when you come off on people crazy, they get the fuck away from you because they like, oh, that bitch is a problem. And when I'm out and about, I want people to think that way. Oh, that bitch is a problem. Because when they think you a problem, they less likely to make problems for you. So put that in your daughter's heads and stuff like that when they're going out and they're moving out in the world. Because sometimes I think that women think that they're safe just because they have reached the age of adulthood. But you, that does not make you safe. Making you safe is using your head, thinking your way out of situations. And sometimes that means confrontation. And we have to get out of that whole thing where you think that you have to keep your eyes cast to the ground. Who came up with that shit? Cast your eye. I'm going to cast my eyes to the fucking ground. Yeah, if your ass down there, I'm going to cast it to look to make sure you're not moving. Because if you're still moving, we got a problem. You know? But again... Be safe, close to as close to the store as you can park. And I know some of you have heard this before, and you may still violate it anyway. But put park your cars when you buy yourself going into a store. Park as close to the store as possible. If you sense that someone is following you, you at some point should confront them. I mean, you don't let people follow you to four, five, six, seven hours. You know, or if you can't do that, if you're not that type of person where you can't just cuss, cuss a bitch out, you find somebody who appears safe, some step, some employee, security, people like that. Not just, you know, like the girl, she, that day when she came up to me, well, that night when she came up to me, of course, I don't know if there was something that told her she was safe with me or if it was just that I was the first person she saw outside of the Mexican guy who was, the Hispanic guy who was following her. You know, and come to find out it was actually two Hispanic guys because they were working as a team that night. And we saw both of them. They even were giving each other hand signals and stuff as the one followed closely behind her. And so when she came up to me and was like, you know, uh, can you act like you know me? And I mean, it was just so much fear coming off of that young lady. So much fear coming out of her. She was so scared. She did not know what to do, you know, but. Find somebody and let somebody know what's going on. And from that point on, make sure that somebody escorts you to your car, someone trustworthy. And like I said, make sure that's like some type of employee, preferably security. If you can't get security, uh, get the police and get to your car. And even when you get to your car, do not drive your car straight home. 
Cause you don't want them, um, somebody like that to know where you live because they could be then jumped in their car and they're like, I'm going to make this shit work anyway. I done put my sights on you and you're going to do what the fuck I say do, you know? So you don't want to go straight home because you don't want to lead somebody like that to your house. You don't want them to know where you live. So you want to do a few circles and stuff to make sure that you don't see the same vehicles or whatever following you everywhere you go. If you do feel as if you're being followed, like I had one of my other daughters follow before she went to the police station and that's what you should drive up to the goddamn police station and then see if they want to do something at the police station, but drive up there, go where it's safe. Don't go into the gas station because the people can't help you and you don't know whether they would help you. You know, we know that people record shit, but who wants to be recorded while they being abducted or, or shot or whatever the fuck somebody got in their mind, okay? I mean, I just saw a subway a thing a train at a train station some, where some dude thought it was okay to rape a woman in front of every fucking body and everybody's fucking recording. Nobody thought to take a fucking skateboard or, or a brick or something and knock him in the, fuck, in the back of the fucking head, you know? But they were all recording. So you don't want people recording your worst moments in life, your last moments in life. You know, so you go somewhere safe. Fire department, that might be a good safe place to go if there's a if, if that's the, if that's closer than uh, a police department. If you're feeling turned around, cause put your GPS on, let your GPS tell you where to go. You don't even have to think about it. Just put that shit in the GPS. Police, and it's gonna pull up the nearest police station. Fire department is gonna pull up the nearest fire department. But I say go to the police station first. You know, and you let them know somebody's been following me. If you can get a tag on that vehicle, get a tag on the vehicle. If you can get a description of it, a description of that person, you do that. But like I said, you don't go straight home, you know, and you let other people know that, hey, there's somebody, you know, my daughter did try to call me per the usual. You know, I'm always horrible about answering the phone, but that was because I had so many phone calls coming at that particular time. But I called her back, you know, as soon as, but there were steps that she needed to be taken before she called me. You know, because she had not already, by the time she called me, she had not already made the mistake of leaving out of the store. And had I known before, I'd have been like, no, don't you leave out of the store until you get security or somebody to escort you to your vehicle. So y'all talk to y'all younger, y'all daughters and stuff. I mean, even your sons, because these motherfuckers out here are raw. They will take some motherfuckers. I'm sure they'll take old ass people like my ass too, if they could. You know, because I, but I ain't making shit like that easy. They'll be like, boy, she, damn, man. They say she reloaded. Yes. <laughs> That's what the fuck she did, you know. But don't make it easy for people to do bad things to you. Never make it easy. Don't be an easy target to, uh, to people. And the best way to do that is to always watch. Even when you get out at a store, before you even step out of your vehicle, you should have already surveyed the entire parking lot as far as your eyes can see starting with the vehicles next to you. Matter of fact, a lot of times when I park, I don't even like to park next to a vehicle when I initially pull up. And when I come back out, I'm looking if there's a vehicle parked to me, uh, next to me, I want to know as much as I can about it before I get to my vehicle. So when I'm walking, I don't even walk like I'm heading straight to my own vehicle. I walk like I'm, you know, I could be passing it up because depending on what I see next to my vehicle, I may not get in on that side. Or I may even come around to the front. I may find that, hey, it's just not safe to get in at all. But you know that when you're paying attention. You can't pay attention, though, if you're running your mouth on that goddamn phone. So you got to put them goddamn phones away. Stop using that as some type of crutch. Because like I told you, a phone is not a weapon. 
It don't matter if you're telling your girlfriend that somebody following you. That's not going to stop them from following you because they figure your girlfriend don't know who the fuck following you. So, again, put the goddamn phones down. Pay attention. Before you get out your car, you look around to see who's out there. You want to see who's standing. You want to see who's sitting in their cars. You even want to know what they're doing if you can, what they're doing in their cars, you know? Shit, they could be cleaning a fucking knife. You don't know what the fuck, you know, one that they plan to use on your ass. You don't know. You know, and coming out to your car, somebody, they can inject you with, a, uh, with something that, not, that makes you pass out real quick, load you into the vehicle, drive off. Nobody knows anything, you know, because most people concerned about going about their own business. They're not looking around for, for anybody else. So those are just some of the things. And like I said, when you drive, from the time you drive up, you should know who's there. As you're walking to the store in the parking lot, which again requires you to get the fuck off your phone, unless you're using it as a decard, period, to act like you in your phone, you know, on the phone, but you're looking around. You know, if that makes you feel comfortable, then you do that. You know, you put it up to your ear and then you just looking around like you just looking around at every every fucking thing. They might think, oh, well, what is this nigga looking for? Are they looking to rob somebody or something? Let them think that. At least you know who all is out there. So you get your eye on everybody that you can as you walk into the store. And as you're in, when you're in the store, again, you pay attention to who's going from aisle to aisle when you go aisle to aisle. Are they picking up anything when they come on, on, on the aisle? But after a certain amount of aisles that they follow you on, it don't damn matter if they done put something in their basket from every fucking aisle. How the fuck you got on every aisle I did? How? You know, so last time, Talk to your daughters, talk to your sons, let them know. Even adulthood does not make you safe. Walmarts have a whole bunch of signs, a whole bunch of missing people on them walls when you walk through there. I still, I got a theory that a lot of them probably got kidnapped and abducted from a fucking Walmart. I mean, and, and I'm probably off about that. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that. But it just, it's funny to me that all these altercations that I've, that I've been part of or personally known someone, it's always happened at a Walmart. And, you know, that starts to, it starts to get, it's like, I mean, you pay, you're watching for people stealing, but you don't care about people being stolen. You know, because that is something that even as, uh, as somebody in security, if you monitoring the cameras, that, that should be something even you're watching. Because if you're watching the customers, you should notice that there's a customer that continues to follow another customer. Even, and like I said, even though he tried to play it off by leaving his cart near her as he walked away and then he came back to the cart. So y'all watch for stuff like that. See, because I picked up on game when she told me that. But she, you know, to her, it stood out in her subconscious, but she hadn't brought that forward into her conscious mind and dealt with the reality of that. The fact that he tried to pull that bullshit like that. So if you ever have somebody do some shit to you like that where they gonna just leave their cart, you walk away from that motherfucking cart too because that's not your fucking cart. You got me? You feel me? I want y'all, I'm just trying to help y'all to stay alive. I want everybody, I want you, I don't want to see nobody I know on a wall at Walmart. I don't want to see none of y'all missing because we already know that the majority of them people that's missing on there, they either been taken to a, a horrible life or they in the afterlife. I don't think there's no in between. I don't know. I can't, I don't know that any of them became no success stories. Okay. Cause that's not where they put success, uh, success stories. They don't put them on the, on the missing wall. So I want y'all to be safe out there. 
Be careful of these motherfuckers that y'all see out there. Be willing to confront them when they when they pull that whole move on y'all, following you in places where they shouldn't be following you. Uh, if you feel unsafe, remove yourself from the area. Now, I'm not telling y'all to go out there and talk shit to everybody because there's some crazy niggas out there. So you got to know who to talk crazy to and where to talk it at, okay? So you don't do this shit if you're standing at a fucking bus stop by yourself. That is not the place for you to talk loud. That's the time to get your ass away from there. But don't do it in fear. That's why y'all got, it's good to know self-defense. And it's also good to have sense, uh, tools that you can use in your self-defense. Whether that be uh, martial arts training, uh, a knife, a firearm. Get you something that can help balance the scales depending on who it is that is attempting to assault you. Okay, so have those things on hand. These ladies walking around with these acrylic nails, them motherfuckers can't do nothing. Those nails, you can't even scoop up fucking DNA off of somebody with those nails. So y'all have to think about that kind of stuff. All this vanity and stuff makes y'all victims. If you got the if you got the right wrong person attacking you, if you know what I mean. Those acrylic nails, the most you're going to get is they're going to they gonna come, come off your hand and cause you pain. And then the nail that's under them is so paper thin that you can't really do nothing with it. You can, you're not going to be scratching out no eyeballs or scratching their skin or their neck or, or nothing like that. You know, so you have to think about those kind of things, especially if you're somebody who finds yourself going places alone a lot. Because, say, you don't have a significant other, you know, or whatever it is, whatever the reason, you coming from work, it's just you, whatever it is, you have to start thinking about ways. Because, like I said, again, your first safety, your first defense is in the mind. It starts in the mind. So you have to think. You have to allow yourself to think, what would I use if a person did try to do this or that to me? And then you have to prepare for that. And even in preparing for that, you have to keep in mind that things don't always go according to plan. So you have to be able to improvise. Am I willing to, to bite their fucking face off? I mean, and when I say bite, I don't mean like a little gentle bite. I mean taking a whole tissue and skin and every damn thing with it. You have to think about how far you are willing to go to save your own life. Because there are people who are willing to go very far to take it. So you have to be of, of that mindset, I'm not going to make it easy for you. You know, and somebody going to know something because I'm going to leave something behind that's going to let them know whether this motherfucker missing an eye, you know, or whatever the fuck, his whole finger bit the fuck off, whatever it is. You know, y'all jaws have a lot of power. Do y'all know that? The jaw has so much goddamn power to it, it can take a goddamn finger off. You know, it might, you just got to have teeth. Because, you know, you're going to have to have teeth if you're going to go through the bone. <laughs> but you have, you have to have come to terms with the fact that you're ready to do whatever it takes. And, ladies, just because you have a gun, it doesn't mean you're safe, okay? I, I want y'all to know that, too. And y'all know I own firearms. But I want you to know that that's why it's also important to know other methods of defense and be willing to employ them, starting with the mind first. Because like I said, the mind is powerful. The mind can navigate you out of all kinds of bullshit. But you have to let it work. And the way to let that work is you got to 
You got to take that fear and use that fear with purpose. You, it has to be a productive use of it. It can't be a paralyzing. What the fuck do I do? What the fuck do I do? Be doing something, do something. Okay. So get, get that, get that self-defense, get the mind right first, get those self-defense tools in the body is a tool. The body is a tool. I'm going to say this again. The body is a tool. So learn to use your body. Even if you have disabilities and stuff, learn to use your body. There are tools you can carry with you like knives. Some knives and firearms, of course, require uh, to conceal carry requires a license in the majority of states. So uh, those that, you know, I know there are some states where they don't want y'all having nothing. They don't want y'all protecting yourself. I, I think they have a whole thing against knives and all that stuff. But here in the, in the dirty, dirty South where we at, you can have a knife to a certain inch and, and then after I can't remember what it is. I can't remember how many inches it is or a switchblade or something like that. But at that point, you have to have a concealed carry license. Firearms to carry concealed in our state, Georgia, you got to have a carry concealed license. You can open carry. But my thing is always every known measure can be countered. So I don't want you to know that I carry a firearm. It's nice that you want everybody to know you carry one because, I mean, you just made my job easier. But I don't want you to know that I do, too. And more of our women, I want to see more and more of our women. That's why I have Lady with a Gun. And if y'all haven't taken a class and you're in the Georgia area, y'all need to go to my page and you need to register for a class, ladywithagun.com. Again, that's ladywithagun.com. I make my URLs very easy to understand, so you can remember it. Commit it to memory. Go sign up for a class. Let's get you into a basic handgun class so you can start learning uh, safety and fundamentals of, of firearm handling and usage. That is very important for you to have as women, especially if you're single women, if you're disabled women, if you're women with young children in the home and stuff, it is really, really important that you learn another method in addition to any other methods you may have to protect you and yours, okay? So, and in this day and age, you really, you don't have no excuse for not learning. There is no excuse. That's the best money you're going to ever spend is to take a firearms class. And you don't even have to take it with me. I'm telling you to go to ladywithagun.com, but go wherever you feel comfortable and get that class in and then not only get it in but learn to can go to make sure that you carry conceal and you know because that was another thing my daughter did she left hers in 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 the, in the vehicle and i understand she's new there and she hasn't gotten her concealed carry permit for there and i ain't telling none of y'all to blake break the law okay but i just want to say that the time it would take you to figure out a way to get to your vehicle to get to your gun you could be picked up and thrown into a van or a car on the way there. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not telling y'all to break no laws. I ain't told nobody to break no damn laws. But I'm just letting you know that if your gun is not with you, then you don't have a gun. All right? I'm going to just put it like that. If, if, if that firearm is not with you, you don't have one. And I'm going to leave y'all with that tonight. I hope that y'all got something, something from this. I hope that a lot of you, especially who have children that are in college, because there was a college age uh, young lady that I met that night in Walmart. And I did end up escorting her to her car and, you know, and then, and then got into mine. But 
y'all daughters are out here, man. And when they out here, they trying to do adult things and they ain't never lived away from home before. They don't know what it means to defend themselves and they are ripe for the taking. So you have to talk to them. You have to get that drilled into their head that they can't go around in the world looking at it through rose tinted lenses. You know, that they got to see that this world is sometimes, it's a dog eat dog world. You know, just like the animals in the wild, humans are some wild motherfuckers. And if I don't stop now, I'm going to continue going. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put it into this one. Thank y'all for hanging out with me. I hope y'all take something from this. I also hope that you spend this time talking to your children about ways to defend themselves should they encounter freaks like the one that my daughter encountered today at the store. This is Nandi. You've just listened to the Codename Sister Podcast with Nandi.